Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1498. I remained silent, and by an act of will I dwelt in God although a moan escaped from my heart. Finally, the tempter went away, and I, exhausted, fell asleep immediately. In the morning, right after receiving Holy Communion, I went immediately to my cell, and falling on my knees, I renewed my act of submission in all things to the will of God. Jesus, I ask you, give me the strength for battle. Let it be done to me according to your most holy will. My soul is enamored of your most holy will. At that moment I saw Jesus, who said, I am pleased with what you are doing, and you can continue to be at peace if you always do the best you can in respect to this work of mercy. Be absolutely as frank as possible with your confessor. Satan gained nothing by tempting you because you did not enter into conversation with him. Continue to act in this way. You gave me great glory today by fighting so faithfully. Let it be confirmed and engraved on your heart that I am always with you, even if you don't feel my presence at the time of battle. Today, the love of God is transporting me into the other world. I am all immersed in love. I love and feel that I am loved, and with full consciousness I experience this. My soul is drowning in the Lord, realizing the great majesty of God and its own littleness. But through this knowledge, my happiness increases. This awareness is so vivid in the soul, so powerful, and at the same time so sweet. Now that I have difficulty sleeping at night, because my suffering won't allow it, I visit all the churches and chapels, and, if only for a brief moment, I make an act of adoration before the Blessed Sacrament. When I return to my chapel, I then pray for certain priests who proclaim and glorify the divine mercy. I also pray for the intentions of the Holy Father and to obtain mercy for sinners. Such are my nights. January 20th, 1938. I never cringe before anyone. I can't bear flattery, for humility is nothing but the truth. There is no cringing in true humility. Although I consider myself the least in the whole convent, on the other hand, I enjoy the honor of being the bride of Christ. Little matter what that other that often I hear people say that I am proud for I know that human judgment does not discern the motives for our actions. When, at the beginning of my religious life, following the novitiate, I began to exercise myself particularly in humility, the humiliations that God sent me were not enough for me, and so, in my excessive zeal, I looked for more of them on my own, and I often represented myself to my superiors other than I was in reality, and spoke of miseries of which I had no notion. But a short time later, 
Jesus gave me to know that humility is only the truth. From that time on, I changed my ideas, faithfully following the light of Jesus. I learned that if a soul is with Jesus, he will not permit it to err. Lord, you know that since my youth I have always sought your will, and, recognizing it, have always tried to carry it out. My heart has been accustomed to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit, to whom I am faithful. In the midst of the greatest din, I have heard the voice of God. I always know what is going on in my interior. I am striving for sanctity, because in this way, I shall be useful to the church. I make constant efforts in practicing virtue. I try faithfully to follow Jesus, and I deposit this whole series of daily virtues, silent, hidden, and almost imperceptible, but made with great love, in the treasury of God's church for the common benefit of souls. I feel interiorly as if I were responsible for all souls. I know very well that I do not live for myself alone, but for the entire church. Here, when we last left St. Faustina, she was enduring temptations from the devil to abandon her mission. In this passage, she simply remains silent in the face of his onslaught. She makes an act of the will to dwell in God. She says that a moan escapes from her heart. Such a spiritual battle is not easy. Finally, the evil one leaves her because he has not been able to gain any ground. And then St. Faustina falls asleep, exhausted by the battle. After Mass in the morning, she returns to her cell and she kneels down and renews her act of submission to God's will in all things. And Jesus appears to her and reassures her. He tells her that if she strives to do her best regarding the work of mercy, she has nothing to fear. Jesus asks her to be always very open with her confessor. And then he tells her that Satan gained nothing by tempting her because she didn't enter into conversation with him. This is an important lesson for us all. Jesus promised that he is always with her and he will be with her even when she can't feel his presence. Faustina then writes of being immersed in God's love and transported to heaven. She received many graces, and it seems that she got a taste of heaven. When she can't sleep at night, she visits uh, chapels and churches around the world, making spiritual visits to the Blessed Sacrament. And she prays for priests that proclaim God's mercy. And Faustina writes of not living for herself. Uh, Others judge her, sometimes uh, wrongly, thinking that she's filled with uh, inordinate pride. But God knows her heart. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, 
Jesus promised St. Faustina in diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.